So I just say this because in the moment, sometimes you might look at it and think, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Like, why did I just make that decision? Something really big just happened with my family. But I just know that when you open yourself up to more opportunity, more opportunity comes back. And also your mind and your soul and your heart, I've been saying this quite a bit, but they just work all together. When you actually listen to yourself enough to say yes to yourself and to make those decisions that you know are right for you, even if you don't know what the future is going to hold. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. Today, we are going to go through how we make big decisions. And I'm going to start, and I don't know if mine is going to be the most helpful piece of advice that you'll take from today's episode, but maybe it will be. So I'm at the stage of my life where I usually deeply know what I want to do. If I sit with a decision and I get quiet, I can really hear what my gut is saying and I know my next right step. But let me take you back a couple of years when I was making a big decision and I didn't yet have this skill. So I was deciding if I was going to be in a mastermind. And this mastermind happened to be $22,000. So it was not a small investment. So what did I do? I went to my husband, to my friends, to my sister, basically to anyone that would listen. And I asked them, I presented my case. The truth was, I knew that I really wanted to be in that room. Like I was just at a point in my career of being an entrepreneur where I wanted to get around people that had bigger businesses than I did. At the time, I had a lot of connections, but it was often that I was a little bit further down the road, and that's never a good thing. You want to be around other people that have bigger businesses than you have. So I knew I wanted to go. The thing that my friends, my husband, everyone kept bringing up was, is it the right time? Because I had had my third child, Cole, and he was a baby at the time. He was around eight months and I would be going to California for the meetup and life was really busy. I had three really small children, but it it was interesting because the career part of me just felt like I wanted to do something big. And that's where it can kind of be interesting. You have these little kids, but your heart is telling you that in your business, you want to take the next step. So I was really craving connections. And what ended up happening is that most people thought I should wait a year, but I knew I wanted to go. And I ended up signing up anyways and going to that mastermind. I met some women that I am still 
very close with. We talk on a weekly basis. Over the past couple of years, we've shared business advice and tips. We've sh- shared solidarity. We've shared life experience. I also got a lot closer to Kat during that experience. And now we run a business together, which is so wild to think about. So it was one of those decisions where I learned to trust myself more. And I reflected back and I was thinking, I'm like, I was just trying to convince everyone else that it was the right decision. It was almost like if I was going to spend this much money and my husband had told me like, that's a good decision, then if it didn't go well, he would sink with me. Like I wouldn't be on the hook for my own decision. But after that happened, I just kind of learned more about myself. And that happened to be such a good decision. It's like I had to listen to what I really wanted and going to all of these people and trying to convince them that it was a good decision was just really stressful. Yeah. When you're constantly looking outside of yourself, it can just be exhausting too, because you're asking all these people, you're getting all this feedback. And something that's even worse, I find, is when you're going to content-related sources. So you're going to Google, or you start to listen to a bunch of podcasts, or you might read a book or two or five trying to get your answer. And the issue here is that your gut is speaking to you. It's speaking to you loud and clear, but you're chasing the answers elsewhere. You're trying to go outside of yourself in order to get this validation. And what happens is that you start to get conflicting answers. So one thing is saying one thing. Another thing is telling you something totally different. And then you're trying to weigh a pros and cons list when if you hadn't gone to those sources in the first place, you wouldn't be rattling through all these different points in your mind. So it just gets really, really confusing. And what happens is when you get confused, you get into indecision. And being indecision, we've talked about this so many times, that gray zone of indecision can feel terrible. It's not good for you. It's not good for your business. It's not good for the people around you because you just feel like you're spiraling and you're not actually going forward. It's on this hamster wheel of never ending, trying to figure out exactly what to do for that next step, but you don't know what to do. And that's exactly what I'm going to tell you to do is just make a decision. Just focus on that next one right in front of you. So for example, Maybe you have had some indecision about the mastermind. So you're like, okay, you know, the live event is in October. It's a four month commitment. Okay. I'm kind of like Amy. I have young kids at home. All you have to do if you're thinking that the mastermind might be a good fit for you is just do the first step. Just fill out the application. Filling out the application doesn't mean that you are putting money down and booking your plane ticket to come to Madison, Wisconsin. It's just filling out the application. And then the next decision is figuring out when you're going to book the interview and ask your questions. And then it comes to actually making the decision. But at that point, you've been through a few different decisions and your body and mind and heart and soul and all the pieces are kind of starting to fit together. And it's a lot easier for you to figure it out than if you try to make all of the decisions at one time. Yeah, I love what Abby's saying here because sometimes we get ourselves too far down the road and we're thinking like, is this the right decision when you might not even have a decision to make? Like, what if you apply to something and you don't get in? Well, that takes all of that mental gymnastics out of it if you take the first step and you just see if there's even a decision to be made. Yeah, and I like how you said that, Amy. And Amy is so good at making decisions. So you might be like, okay, Amy, easy for you to say. So Amy and I are talking from two polar opposite sides of this. I know how hard it can be to make a decision. And I also know how hard it can be to be like, okay, I'm going to go from never being able to make a decision on my own to all of a sudden being the queen of making decisions, like just flipping a, a switch right away. I'm going to be able to make them. No, you don't have to do that. 
All you have to do is just think about making that next decision. And I will say that once you get into the practice of making smaller choices and making those decisions, it makes it easier. Like once you get into the practice, it's a habit. So making decisions or not making decisions, it's technically a habit that you have just done your entire life. So it's not something that you're bad at or good at. I mean, you are, but it's really because you have either gotten into the habit of doing it or you haven't. So start small, make some small decisions today. And you know what? When you make that decision and it goes fine or it doesn't go perfectly, but it's still okay, you'll be able to make them a lot easier. Also, like many of you, I used to see decisions in that black and white. So let's take Amy's example for a minute. So she thought that she was deciding, should I join a mastermind or should I not join the mastermind? But what she didn't see was all the possibilities that came with making one of those decisions. So she mentioned the friendships that she was able to make. She didn't see that as a decision. She wasn't making a decision to make friendships. She didn't see that it could bring new, a new business partner with Kat. She wasn't seeing those things because she was looking at it in black and white, which many of us do. It's a very easy thing to say yes or no to. But there's just so much more possibility with every one of the decisions that we make. It just goes so much deeper than the black or the white. And we know so many of our students that are in the mastermind right now, they're also starting to share some really cool stories about how the mastermind decision has already led to some really positive things. One woman shared with me that she decided to join the mastermind, which was a really, really hard decision for her. And then she had her highest revenue generating month the month following. So as soon as she said yes to herself, all of a sudden more opportunities came in. She had more clients, higher paying clients, clients that aligned with exactly who she was trying to reach out to, who her ICA was, who her ideal customer avatar was. And at the same time, she realized that the number one referral source into her business was other pursuing her purpose students. So not only was she generating more money, but it was coming from the source that she had just spent her dollars with. So I just love this story because it just opens up so many opportunities when you're able to say yes to yourself, even if it's scary at the moment. Another woman, her biggest objection was that she didn't know if she could afford it, but then she said yes to herself. And the very next day, she booked her first $2,100 client. It almost paid for her entire seat into the mastermind. So again, these are just some small stories that have happened in the few short months that we have been open with the mastermind. And it's going to be so cool to hear even more stories that are coming up. So on the way to the big decision, overall, see the little decisions, make the little decisions and make that next decision. And then also see that the opportunities go so much deeper than just saying yes or no to one choice. Yeah. And to really bring this home, you guys know that I love metaphors. So I wanted to share about this book called The Bell Jar, where the main character comes across a fig tree and each fig represents a potential future or decision. So she looks at the tree with all of these figs as like limitless possibilities. One represents this job. One represents marrying this person. They're all different decisions and pathways of what the future could hold. And the main character, she gets so overwhelmed with choice that she just sits there looking at all of the decisions and what happens. Each fig slowly starts to wrinkle falls off the tree and dramatic, she starves. <laughs> but we don't want that for you. Obviously, that's a heavier metaphor. But the point I am getting at here is there's only one wrong decision, and that is not making a decision. Because no matter what you pick, you're either going to get the results that you wanted or the lesson that you needed, which is a puzzle piece of the future that you are looking for. So 
sometimes you'll be in a situation where things maybe don't go the way that you expect it to. But it's like that age old saying in sports, you learn more from losing than you learn from winning. So you have to have a growth mindset when a choice you made doesn't go the way that you had planned. And instead, don't look at it as a failure or a setback. Look at it as feedback. Look at it as that puzzle piece. Now you know what your next move is. This is the entire reason why we do the behind the scenes episodes that we do, because whether a launch goes better than expected or worse than expected, you guys deserve to hear the lessons that we learned. And we also want to reflect on it and have those takeaways. And there is a science behind this as well. I was actually reading about the top performing CEOs and what they have in common. And do you want to know the number one commonality that researchers found? It wasn't that they went to an Ivy League school or they had a certain degree. It was actually their innate ability to make timely decisions. Again, they either get that lesson that they wanted or the results that they needed, and it's bringing them towards a positive direction. They're staying in motion. They can't sit in indecision or their competitors and the industry, it is going to pass them by so they cannot afford to stay in the gray. Oh, that that's such a good way of saying it. And it reminds me of when I went part time at work. I had been thinking about the decision for years, quitting, going part time. I talked with Amy about it for years. I mean, and it was one of those things that it wasn't just a one conversation a week. It was on my heart. It was on my mind. It's what kept me up at night. It's what kept me from eating a good lunch. Like I just thought about it literally all the time. And then on March 1st of 2020, I decided to go part-time. So we started on March 1st. And what happened on March 11th is that the pandemic hit. And at that point, our entire company went part-time. And I was ticked, you guys. Like I was very, very sad for what was happening in the world. There was so much going on. But selfishly, I was so mad that I'd made that decision just less than two weeks before. Because not only was I not getting any benefits, I was also getting paid for part-time work, even though I was working the exact same as everyone else. So in that moment, was it the wrong decision? Sure felt that way. I had made the wrong decision. I had begged my boss, can I please go back to the normal hour? She's like, no, like, Abby, we have this in the contract. We can't just go back. You've been mulling over this for months and months and months. We can't just go back with a snap decision here. And at that point, I was hoping, you know, obviously we all were hoping that the pandemic would go back to normal, that things would be normal in a couple of weeks, but it didn't. Another thing that happened, though, was that that was March. In April, we had a really scary ultrasound with several soft markers. And if you know anything about our story, what that led to was finding out that our child was going to be born with Down syndrome. So at that moment, we went from having barely no prenatal care to having three or four appointments a week. And that paired with a traveling work schedule, paired with even full-time work, it just wouldn't have been possible for our family. I mean, I would have been completely burned out, just burning the candlestick at both ends, trying to get to everything for Owen, who was born in August, but then also trying to care for our other two kids. So it just was so much all at once. And what I look back on is that I needed to have that space in my schedule. In March, it felt very scary. It felt very unfair. It felt like the wrong decision, but it became part of my story that I was literally meant to cut back in March so that I could give space and time and energy to another part of my life that was just ahead. So I just say this because in the moment, sometimes you might look at it and think, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Like, why did I just make that decision? Something really big just happened with my family. 
But I just know that when you open yourself up to more opportunity, more opportunity comes back. And also your mind and your soul and your heart, I've been saying this quite a bit, but they just work all together. When you actually listen to yourself enough to say yes to yourself and to make those decisions that you know are right for you, even if you don't know what the future is going to hold. I think too, the lesson learned there was that I bet that whole process moved you in the right direction by being able to see how much energy was sucked from her soul for mulling over that decision for so long. You know, we're bringing up it up now and it's hindsight, but man, I mean, just to see you grapple with that decision for so, so long. And we talked about it all the time. <laughs> I was like exhausted of being her friend for a minute because it's like you have to make a decision and go one way or the other. We can't keep talking about this. So I think it's a really interesting perspective that Abby's able to bring for someone that was very indecisive and has improved. Like that's all we can do sometimes if there's something that we need to improve on is just take a step in the right direction. One life experience that I've had is that I have had several stops on my career journey. I mean, many of you guys know the story by now, but one of those stops was that I went back to nursing school and I became a nurse. And this was a relatively short stop considering how much work it took to get that degree. So I was in the hospital and clinic setting for six years. And so a question that I often get is, do you regret going back to nursing school? But I really don't because what you have to look at is what you got from that experience. Whatever your decision was, think about what you got from the experience. So from nursing, I learned the greatest life lessons. I worked with people that had cancer. I worked with a lot of people at the end of their life. I mean, you talk about a crash course in life lessons. That's the place that you can really get them. It also really helped me to even further my skills when it came to reading people, to understanding them. I mean, just by looking at a patient, I could tell if what they needed and I still use those skills today when I'm talking to my business partners, when I'm talking to our students, like someone's face says it all. And I have the skill to be able to read them, which really helps me to this day. So we've done episodes in the past. We've all had different careers by now before we were entrepreneurs. And I think it actually helps us to be successful entrepreneurs because you have to think about the skills that you learned from those other jobs. Yeah. And jokingly, you're able to diagnose all of our kids' sicknesses when we are talking to each other. <laughs> that is actually, I'm a hundred percent on that. Like, okay. Is this hand, foot and mouth? And Amy knows right away. So it is a really valuable skill. Yeah. <laughs> I know it is like, even with my own kids too, I'm like, I'm just so calm in like emergency situations. So shout out nursing school. Yes. And I hope this conversation was so valuable for you because most of us are always at a place of making some sort of decision. So whether that decision is about a job like Abby had or a relationship or maybe deciding if you want to move, you can use this knowledge that you have as comfort that you cannot make the wrong decision. When you look at your life this way, you will find so much more peace in being bold and stepping into what you actually want. And if a decision that you've been waffling on is applying 
for our mastermind, I want to invite you to get out of the gray and decide to throw an application in. We only have a few spots left. So if you've been thinking about this for the last few months or even weeks, I just encourage you to take that step and at least apply. You owe it to yourself to explore the possibility of this. If this dream of being in community with women who are playing big and who aren't sacrificing their dreams and aren't sacrificing time with their families, then I invite you to head to pursuingherpurpose.com and submit your application today. Now, it doesn't guarantee you a spot and it doesn't mean that you have to join us, but it is that very first decision, that first step in just exploring this. And if you are still curious about the mastermind, we do have a special bonus episode coming out this Wednesday where Abby and I discuss all of the commonly asked questions from our interviews with all of the amazing women who have joined us. So doors are closing very, very soon. So make that decision. Take that step. There is no wrong choice here. We cannot wait to learn more about you and your business. So again, head on over to pursuingherpurpose.com. There's a banner right at the top that you can click on and submit your application. We'll be seeing you soon.